Hey there, this is Ashley, your host for the Ready, Set, Depart podcast. Traveling with your family can be a disaster, but it doesn't have to be. Let's go. Hello and welcome to episode eight of the Ready, Set, Depart podcast. We are so glad you're here. Let's start today with a little story time. This story takes place long before Trooper came around, so it was just me and Brent flying to Denver, Colorado. It might not be a surprise to learn that I'm the planner of our family, so that means that I usually make all of the flight reservations. We were heading to Denver for a particular event that I can't remember now, but I do remember thinking, okay, we'll fly out the day after that birthday party we're invited to. So, The day after that birthday party, we show up at the airport and the stupid computer can't find our ticket. I was getting so frustrated until I looked at the printout and realized that our flight had actually been the day before. This was a mortifying experience for me as a planner. We had to tuck our tails between our legs and go up to the counter and admit that we had, in fact, come to the airport on the wrong day. The agents were very kind, teased us just a little bit, then got us on a flight that left seven hours later. We spent the day in the airport, eating at the yummy restaurants and walking around to look at all the shops. It was a frustrating and boring day, but we thought that once we were on the plane, that would be the end of it. Sadly, that was not to be. We got to Denver seven hours later than we had planned, but we got there. We picked up our rental car and started our way to our destination. As Brent drove down the road, the car in front of us drove over a piece of tire. You know what I'm talking about, those big pieces of tires you see on the side of the road from 18-wheelers? Well, that piece of tire flipped up and smashed our windshield. Luckily, Brent was calm as a cucumber and got us to the side of the road. Knock on wood, that was our worst travel day ever. I can still remember how I contemplated getting a new rental car and just driving home. We didn't drive home. We ended up staying and having a wonderful time and checking the date and time for our return flight every few minutes. Things happen when we're vacationing that we can't plan for. Hopefully they're just inconvenient, but sometimes they're a bit more serious. So over the years, I have put together a list of things that I do that can calm my anxiety when it comes to travel. Maybe some of these suggestions can help you too. As we learned from our missed flight, I always double and probably triple and whatever quadruple check our flights so that I can make sure that we actually make them for the date and time we thought we made them for. But I'll tell you, we have found that this is a really good idea post-COVID because we've had flights change times and even be canceled with no notice. I honestly think we would have gotten a notice for the cancellation, but I just happened to check before the notices went out. But you really never know. I've learned to be as nice as possible in these situations. (laughs) I can be what my grandma used to call a hothead sometimes, so this is not always easy for me. Thankfully, Brent compliments me perfectly in this area as he rarely gets mad. So once I can tell that I might say something that will not be as helpful, I pass the baton to him. A little kindness can go a long way, and that includes kindness to each other. Once we figure out where we're staying at our destination, I will always look up where the nearest urgent care and hospital is because you just never know. 
We were once on the Washington coast and someone in our party got hurt on the beach. And it was nice to know where we needed to go, though it was 45 minutes away. I also like to bring a little kit of things that I might need with me. It's not necessarily a first aid kit, though it does have some of those things in it, but a kit with what we might need for our family. I always have this kit in my purse or a car. It has band-aids, ointment, lip balm, clippers, stain eraser, etc., etc. I put things in there that my family tends to need, but you can put whatever works for your family and yours. I like to get the clear bags for these kits so that I can see where everything is as I'm digging through it. Take a look at our Instagram this week at ready.set.depart for an example of what I'm talking about. I do often worry about what we'll do if we get sick while on vacation. I try not to think about it, but it's a possibility and having a plan isn't a bad idea. I always take children's Tylenol with us along with a thermometer whenever we travel. That way it'll give us a little time to get anything else we need. Utilizing Instacart is a great way to get any medicines or food you might need. Can we just stop for a second and talk about how great food deliveries are? Do you use them where you are? Have you used them on vacation? Right when Instacart was first a new thing, we tried it one time in Disney World. And it turned out that the driver just took our order home with them. So that wasn't the best experience, but I did feel a little better because at the time we were eating gluten-free and so they just got a lot of gluten-free food, which honestly wasn't that good anyway. But since then, we've had a lot of great experiences with food delivery. But one of my all-time favorite travel tips, especially if you're staying in an Airbnb or vacation rental of some kind, is to use grocery pickup. You can just order online and pick it up, and then you're just having fun. You don't have to shop. I am also a big proponent of vitamin C, disinfecting wipes, and hand sanitizer when we travel. We once all got the stomach flu at the same time, and I still have nightmares about it. So we will definitely be the ones who clean off any place we will touch on the plane when we sit down. We will always hand sanitize after a ride at Disneyland, and we will always have our vitamin C. When we travel for multiple weeks, either on a cruise or on our own, we always get travel insurance. Travel insurance is good for two things. If you get sick at home before you go, you can always cancel your trip and get the money back. And if you get sick when or hurt when you're on vacation, it will pay for your care there and your transportation back home. I should say and or your transportation back home because you need to be sure to read the fine print. Not all travel insurance is the same. I unfortunately have a problem with blisters when we're traveling, especially if we're in a hot climate. Blisters do not make anything fun. But we have come up with a, if not foolproof method, at least a good one when it comes to blister prevention. I think it's important to note that moleskin doesn't stick on me well, so I can't use it. But I know that many people have lots of luck with moleskin. But if you don't either, here's what we do. What you'll need is a liquid bandage and a thing called body glide. So we put the liquid bandage on the normal places where I get blisters. Then over the top of that, we use body glide. We got this body glide at REI and it adds a barrier between your skin and your shoe. With these two products, I've greatly reduced my blisters, which has made me so much happier. When we travel, we all get lost sometimes, but this can be something that's both scary and frustrating when you're traveling with your littles. 
Trooper hates being lost, even in our own town. So we have learned to watch what we say when we get lost. (laughs) Do you have that problem too? You have to kind of do a little wink rather than say, oh, we're lost. We don't know where we are. Our phones have amazing GPSs, but sometimes even those let us down. I found that my GPS doesn't work really well when we're in a city with really tall buildings or in the mountains. So whenever we're going to one of those places, I make a special effort to screenshot the route just in case. You just never know. But I love this travel tip from one of my mom's friends. She loves to take cruises all around the world, but she admits that she has a terrible sense of direction. So she brings along one of those tile trackers and leaves it in her cruise ship, on the cruise ship. And then when it's time to head back, she just follows the instructions to get back to the ship. I find this to be brilliant. The weather can be such a deterrent when you're traveling in the spring or fall or hurricane season or tornado season or the rainy season or the hot season. I think you get my drift, but I don't think it needs to be. If you're traveling to the southeast from May to November, know that there could be a hurricane. And honestly, look into getting travel insurance. You can get travel insurance specifically for hurricanes, and it might not be a bad idea. Most cruise ships can go around a hurricane, but sometimes depending on where the hurricane hits land, your cruise may be canceled. So pay attention to the weather and be prepared to change your plans. We went to Redwood National Park in April one year, and one of the days we were there, it was pouring rain. Knowing that it was early in the season, I had baked in an at-home sort of day so we could just move stuff around and stayed in that day. The rest of the week was amazing and we had the best time. Definitely watch. I will definitely talk about uh, Redwood National Park sometime soon. Always check the weather at your destination and bring clothes for the weather. Us Pacific Northwesterners love layers. And I've come to realize that they are the best thing to wear when you're traveling. Start with a t-shirt and shorts if you can or pants. Then add layers on top of that to keep you warm. It really is the best way to travel. The last thing I think about before we travel is grouchy people, me included. I know that I get grouchy when I'm hot. So I try to keep all the things to keep me cool within reach at all times. Brent is not often grouchy, but when he is, it is definitely because he's hungry. And Trooper inherited this from him. So snacks are a must to keep the troops happy. We have also found that if we are all in the same room for a week, you know, like on a cruise ship, that we need some alone time. My personal favorite alone time is floating out in the ocean. But however we accomplish it, we are all much less grouchy when we get back to the room after a little alone time. Hopefully your next trip will go really well. But if it doesn't, maybe one of these suggestions will help you. And now it's time for Troopers Tips for Kids. Hey guys, my mom has been talking about what adults can do when it all goes wrong. But I wanted to talk to you guys. What can us kids do to help if everything goes wrong? We can have a good attitude. We cannot fight. We can hug our parents. And we can just roll with it. That's what I normally do, and sometimes you just need a snack and a nap to feel better. But what do you do when it all seems to go wrong? Do you yell and cry? I get that. But maybe next time you can give your mom or dad a hug. And one more tip is if everything seems to go wrong, 
Just make the best out of it. That's Trooper's Tips for Kids Today. Peace out! Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, be sure to share it with your friends or even leave a review so others can find it. Follow us on Instagram at ready.set.depart. This is Ashley with Ready, Set, Depart. Remember, traveling with your family can be a disaster, but it doesn't have to be. See you next time.